0: Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM. One oh five FM in Peter Maddensburg. And then you can connect with us uh, 104 to 107 uh, nationwide. That's where you find us. And uh, thank you for choosing SAFM Radio and uh, inviting you to join us in uh, various uh, media, social media platforms at SAFM Radio is where we are. And you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live and also SMS 40938 charged at 150 SMS and uh, we also invite your WhatsApp voice notes on 014 uh, 104 107 014 104 uh, 107 and also you can call us on 891 104 207 and right now we're talking about lifestyle management after diagnosis uh, with breast cancer that uh, oftentimes you know when one is diagnosed with a terminal condition um, it's very difficult to consider uh, what the lifestyle changes will be and how, uh, you know, people will talk about um, living with a specific condition. How does one live with a condition? And that's what we're going to be focusing on. And uh, also we'll have Wow ways of Wisdom. And today we have uh, Mr. Billy Silicon, who's the chairperson of uh, the S- Silicon group. And uh, in the second hour, uh, we are going to be celebrating. Uh, let me see if you can be able um, to guess this. She is a seasoned actress, stylish, and certainly one of the most successful actresses of our time. And uh, she was born in Soweto. She does um, excellently in wedding planning. And that's her business. And uh, that's what we're going to be focusing on uh, later. And uh, this is um, uh, we, when we do our um, beyond the spotlight. I'm just uh, trying to read this note and I'm uh, trying to figure out what what do we do now? Um, and, and, you know, when you write a note that uh, our guest is not on the line yet, uh, all right, uh, we'll we'll continue just uh, giving you a heads up on how we're going to, when we're going to start this conversation. And uh, do connect with us on WhatsApp on 0614 104 um, 107. All right, our guest has uh, joined us now on the line, Dr. Uh, Dr. Nikki Zeman, uh, who is a general practitioner, and she specialises or uh, she has special interest on breast and thyroid uh, health. Good afternoon and welcome, Doctor. Hi, Kudzala.
1: Thank you for having me on your show. Now, you know, oftentimes
0: it's it's very easy to use words like living with a specific condition, but we don't recognize the lifestyle changes that come with being diagnosed with a chronic condition. And uh, this afternoon, we're going to be focusing on breast cancer. Um, What are some of the lifestyle changes that one needs to consider upon diagnosis? Yes, that's very true.
1: I think when a patient is diagnosed with breast cancer, you know, um the, the treatment plan that, that lies ahead is quite daunting and obviously it affects your, um, your whole being, it affects your, um, your, your body, um, it affects your relationships, um, it affects your, um, your, your mind um, and your, your mental health. So all of these things need to be um, taken, into, taken into account when, when the patient is diagnosed and often um, patients feel quite lost. When, diag- when they are diagnosed and when they are going through the treatment.
0: So, I mean, when one is diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, first let's just go through emotionally. Uh, what do they go through?
1: Well, um, I think I think initially it is you know it's it's almost the the the, the, the processing the the, the um, diagnosis is um, it comes as quite a shock initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think um, you go almost through the processes of, of somebody grieving, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of patients are afraid, they're afraid of what lies ahead. Um, they don't know what lies ahead in, in terms of treatment mm-hmm. um, and they don't know what, what lies ahead um, in in the sense of, you know, are they going to survive this. So um, I think the initial time is quite a, a, a terminus time um, and it's, 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 it's important to be surrounded by people that support you. It's um, important to be able to discuss your um, your fears with your treating doctor. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I think that's quite important.
0: So uh, do you also become, uh, I mean, in that conversation with the doctor, do you also become part of planning the the treatment options and um, how this is going to affect one, uh, one's daily life?
1: Yes. Um. How it works in our um, practice? We're a multidisciplinary um, breast centre. So initially, when the patients um come to our clinic, um, either if they have symptoms or if they just come for screening, um, they are seen by the general practitioner. That um that's me. Um, and then we obviously take a history and we examine the patient. Um, the patient goes for her imaging, um, and then when Abnormality is found you know we obviously discuss the the procedure but the biopsy is done um, on the same day mm-hmm. and then we contact the, the patient for the results um, and then when the diagnosis is made um the patient comes back to see the the breast surgeon together with the oncologist and possibly the the, the plastic surgeon as well and then they will formulate a treatment plan according to the specific kind of breast cancer mm. and according to the the specific patient so these days um breast cancer treatment is quite individualized. Um, you know, it's not one treatment for all.
0: Sure, sure. So
1: um yeah, and then where we come into play again when the when the patient has gone through her um her treatment or still even receiving her treatment um, obviously each each patient gets a uh, follow up plan, mm-hmm. and at that follow up they do see the the general practitioner again and It's very important at that, that um, at that consultation that the patient is comfortable to discuss you know side effects and um and how how the, the 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 diagnosis and the treatment is affecting her daily life so at that consultation, which is um three or four or six monthly, depending on the 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 kind of cancer. We do address um you know the patient's concerns and then um you know and take it further and it's also important to to for the patient to realize that um the side effects most of the side effects of the treatment can be addressed and can be managed
0: mm. so um
1: but I think often patients don't mention it to, to the doctor you know um you know they they just try and deal with it on their own. So um, I also think it's quite important for the for the for the doctor at the follow up visit to actually ask the patient, you know, specifically, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, how it is affecting
0: her. We've also seen um, a no of cases, um, Doctor Zimmer, I'm sure you'd agree with this, where uh, you con- communicate to the doctor and you are told uh, it will only be for a specific period. Don't worry about it. Should one accept that when she's told or he's told, don't worry about it? Let's talk about that uh, when we return. Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumache. Let's take your calls right now on, on 0891-104-207 and also WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. You can also join us via Twitter and Facebook at S F M Radio and uh, send us an SMS. 40938 charged at 150 per SMS as we talk about lifestyle management after the diagnosis uh, with cancer and in particular looking at uh, breast cancer and joining me on the line is dr. Nikki Zeman, who is uh, a general practitioner with a special interest on breast and thyroid health uh, now doctor let, let's talk about um, you know before we took an an ad break we're talking about do indicate to your doctor when you know uh, feeling well, especially uh, when it's related to treatment. But oftentimes, people would be told, "Don't worry about this; it will it will wear off." Should one accept this?
1: Um, yeah, Dr. Zelda, I think some of the initial initial patients are started. Um, uh, for instance, on. Um, endocrine therapy or hormonal therapy mm-hmm. um you know obviously the, it, it takes time um for this for their for the treatment uh, it, it's a lot of it's a, it's a big change in the person's body that's taking place so it is so that um that initially the side effects will be worse and it is so that over time you know it might improve mm-hmm. but i don't think a patient should um accept that you know that just don't worry about it it'll get better mm-hmm. because these days there they are actually um you know there are actually treatments that we can give to help alleviate the symptoms. So if we can do that, it's going to be better for the patient, um, emotionally as well, to -hmm. cope with the the treatment.
0: So let's Um, talk about some of these uh, lifestyle adjustments that uh, one would need to consider. And I'm sure one of them being um, weight, especially weight gain, uh, whilst on treatment. Uh, how important is um managing one's weight especially the body mass index in in just uh, helping with mortality
1: yes it actually it's quite interesting that um currently there are a lot of studies looking into um you know the effect of weight and exercise in in the breast cancer outcome but what I have found is that uh, in obese patients They do have, initially, they have a higher risk to develop breast cancer. Mm. And um, in obese patients, breast cancer patients, um, they have an increased risk of of dying of their disease. So um, it definitely is worthwhile to try and keep your weight down. And they have also found that in patients that gain weight after diagnosis, they've got an increased all-cause mortality of 12%. Um, and an increase of seventeen uh, percent in breast cancer mortality. So that means they've got a seventeen percent higher chance of dying of breast cancer. Um, you know, so even after diagnosis, even though you're going through a lot, it is worthwhile to try and avoid that that weight gain. Mm. And and
0: you know, patients are also advised to um, just exercise when when they are ill um, to just. Uh, extend well-being. But for people who are on chronic medication, uh, is is this possible?
1: Yeah, I think uh, a certain amount of exercise is always possible, um, you know, and specifically exercise in breast cancer, they have found that patients that um, do, do moderate exercise, that's about 150 minutes of exercise, aerobic exercise a week, they can reduce their... Um, the chances of dying um, with twenty-four percent.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that is quite a lot. It's quite a significant, um, you know, impact. And uh, the other thing about exercising while on breast cancer treatment is that it does improve or reduce the side effects of the treatment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, for instance, um, you know, many patients need to go on um, hormonal therapy to block the estrogen mm-hmm. um, if they've had a estrogen receptor. Um, Positive or estrogen-sensitive breast cancer, and these uh, these drugs unfortunately unfortunately do have side effects. Um, specifically joint stiffness or joint and bone pain, um, hot flashes, uh, um, you know, mood disorders, or not mood disorders, but moodiness, I should say. So, um, and it has been found that exercise does reduce that and it does also help to maintain your bone health Mm -hmm. because unfortunately some of these medication does um, impact on your bone health negatively.
0: And I'm sure it also um, negatively impacts on one's image um do you advise for counseling um especially when you know chemotherapy was involved and um surgery was involved and one has to now live um with perhaps one or no breasts?
1: Yes definitely i mean um yeah i think i think what is also important is initially when when the patient comes for for consultation is to bring somebody with a family member um preferably your partner because it is a long road ahead, and like you say, um, the surgery and the chemotherapy does take its toll on the, on, on the body. And I think it's important for um, your partner or your, your close family to actually um, to understand you know, what the plan ahead and what they can expect mm-hmm. um, to be able to support you. So um, yes, uh, I would advise patients to, to, to have a support group. Um, often, this can be in the form of friends or um patients that also had breast cancer mm-hmm. um, also to yeah like I said at our practice, if you do come and see us um your, for your follow up we actually do ask about mental health as well you know how mm. you are feeling how you are coping and it's important to actually um notice when a patient is not coping to be able to refer the patient for um for you know For support, either for support groups Mm -hmm. or to a psychologist. Um, So yeah, it is quite
0: important. And we we're going to talk more about. I mean, what sort of support one needs from society as well, that it's not just about, you know, what the healthcare professionals uh, can provide in, in ensuring uh, the success rate of whatever treatment plan one is on. Uh, but we have to take a news break right now. Um, we're going to have uh, news headlines with Utsi Lesaku. And just to remind you that in the next um, hour uh, we are going to be celebrating with a seasoned, stylish and certainly one of the most successful actresses of our time and uh, she's uh, maybe one clue wedding planner (laughs) surely by now you know exactly who we're talking about and uh, we'll also have uh, some words of wisdom uh, when we return straight after this SAFM values your views be an active citizen SAFM values your contributions and uh, you can connect with us uh, via various media platforms at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live and you can also join us uh, via WhatsApp voice note on 0614104107, and also SMS's at 40938 charged at 150 per SMS and uh, we also welcome your calls as we talk about uh, life after diagnosis. uh, with uh, cancer specifically looking at uh, breast cancer lifestyle management what is it that you need to change around and joining us uh, is dr nikki uh, zeman who's a general practitioner at uh, with a special interest in breast and thyroid health Uh, now doctor let's talk about um, you know oftentimes it's very difficult to connect to um, having a relationship Uh, Once one has connected with the plan, being cancelled, being on medication, uh, how does one gain consciousness or or being comfortable with uh, being bare in front of your partner, uh, especially during uh, sexual intercourse?
1: Yes, I think um that's what like I said earlier, it's quite important for um for you to actually bring your partner uh, partner with um to mm. especially the initial consultation so that the partner can also um understand what the treatment plan is, you know, and mm. how it 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 will affect your body. Because um, unfortunately, you know, the like you said, the surgery, you know, it does leave the scars. Mm. Um uh, obviously, in some patients, they might need to have uh, mastectomies um, with reconstruction, but that does affect the the feeling of the breast. So that obviously plays a quite an you know a, a important role in your relationship with your with your partner. And um, some of the medication also can have um, side effects like loss of libido or mm. um, problems with sexual sexual intercourse. Um so some of the endocrine therapies, like I said, um it blocks the estrogen, so it can cause, you know, vaginal atrophy and dryness and um and but, but that that can be managed. So it's important to, to like I said to mention to your doctor, so because that you can, can address with um with treatment. So um but I think also it might be might be a good idea for 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 couples to To go to counselling together, you know, Mm. Uh, because it is something ultimately that they will need to learn to live with. Um, But it is possible to have a normal, um, you know, a normal relationship, a normal um, sexual relationship after the diagnosis.
0: It is possible. I guess it that's is, the it, most important yes, it thing. Is possible, yeah. Let's also so, talk about the role that family and friends uh, play uh, whilst one is trying to just navigate with life after um, this diagnosis.
1: Yeah, again, they obviously that is quite important um, for your, uh, you know, your um, going on with normal life. You know, because mm-hmm. um, after the diagnosis um, is made, you've gone through your treatment. You know, you 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 have to live so um, family and friends that support and um just keeping you know keeping you positive and um and enjoying life with you that that is actually worth so much so um yeah, I think you know it's 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 important to be able to to communicate with your um with your friends and surround yourself with positive people mm-hmm. um you know as people that support you that there for you. Um, that is that is important, Doctor.
0: We, your contact details. Where do you find your? We you find your facility.
1: Yes, we are based in um, in in the northern suburbs of Cape Town. Um, the practice is called Afroshtet and Associates, um, and we um, we have a website that uh, people can can visit. There's a lot of information um, about breast cancer on the website, um, and our contact details are, are there. So if you want me to, I can give it to you, the, the, the website details. Please It's go mm-hmm. which is spelled A P F F E L S T A E D T tcom awesome. And all the information is on there. Thank so you. So if there's anybody that's living in the Western Cape, you know, and they've got any concerns, they can come and see us here. Um, yeah, and we've got questions from all over the country also, and even Africa that come to see us. So if there's any queries... They can
0: drop us an email. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, doctor, for joining us. And uh, that is Dr. Nikki Zeman, who is a general practitioner uh, with special interest in breast and thyroid health. And thank you for um, the conversation around, um, you you know, lifestyle. How do you manage um, cancer, especially breast cancer, post-diagnosis? We talk about living with the condition What exactly does that mean? And uh, as we move to the next conversation, Moses Daiwa Mulelekwa.